InfoTrack continues. Once again, here's Chris Whitting. The decisions we make each day determine our results in life. Our next guest offers strategies for making those everyday decisions faster and easier. Brian Christian is co-author with Tom Griffiths of Algorithms to Live By, the Computer Science of Human Decisions. Before we get to some of these strategies for making daily decisions, give us a brief sketch of the uh, computer science that underlies the advice in your book. The basic premise here is that there's a set of problems that all of us face in everyday life. Everything from finding a place to live, to deciding where to go out to eat at night, to dealing with our overflowing closets at home. And we think of these as uniquely human problems, but they're actually not. They correspond to a set of some of the fundamental problems in computer science, which gives us an opportunity to really learn something from the work that's been done in that area about how to make better decisions in our own everyday life. The first chapter of your book is titled Optimal Stopping. Can you explain what that means? Optimal stopping comes up in the context of if you're looking for an apartment, say, in a crowded city where it's a very competitive market, you often face the situation where you go to an open house and someone is going to end up putting a check into the landlord's hands on the spot. And so you can't do what a normal consumer would do in a normal situation where you evaluate a bunch of different options and then think about it and pick the one that you like the best. Rather, you're faced with a much tougher situation, which is that every apartment that you look at, you need to make a decision right there on the spot. Do you take it and never know what else is out there? Or do you walk away forfeiting the chance to change your mind and come back? I think a lot of us have some intuition that says, well, okay, you know, you want to balance looking and leaping. You know, you want to get a feel for the market, but you also want to be ready to pounce on something that seems like a good opportunity. And the computer science here is that you should look for exactly 37% of the time. And so if you've given yourself, let's say, a month to find an apartment, spend the first 37% of the month, or in this case, 11 days, don't even bring your checkbook. You are just purely calibrating. And then after that point, be prepared to immediately commit, deposit check and all, to the first place you see that's better than what you saw in that first 11 days. Huh. And so this is not merely an intuitively satisfying balance between looking and leaping. This is the provably optimal balance between looking and leaping. And so that's an example of the kind of insights that we get from looking at the mathematics. Our guest is Brian Christian, co-author of Algorithms to Live By, The Computer Science of Human Decisions. Brian, another chapter in your book is titled Scheduling, which is pretty obvious, but how do you make that an easier choice? Obviously, we all face this problem of how to manage our own time. And what might be surprising to many people is that every computer, whether it's your smartphone or your laptop, has something in it that's called the scheduler. And the scheduler is a part of any operating system that tells the CPU basically what to work on, how long to work on it, and what to do next. And so... There are a number of insights that come out of looking at the engineering and the computer science of how processors are designed to make the most of their time that I think are applicable in a human sphere as well. One of my favorite examples of this was the Mars Pathfinder mission in the 1990s. They sent this rover 300 million miles, successfully lands on the surface of Mars, 
And then to the horror of the engineers that are watching from Houston, the rover starts procrastinating. That is, it's spending the vast majority of its time on these low-priority tasks and never getting around to doing the important stuff, which sounds, you know, awfully recognizable. And one of the things that they realized in this case was that it was suffering from a bug that's called priority inversion. There's a famous saying attributed to the German writer Goethe that says, that which matters most should never come after that which matters least. But sometimes in life, low priority things just sort of get in the way, literally sort of block higher priority things. So maybe it doesn't feel urgent to fix a loose bolt, but it's urgent to return the wrench. And so if you just do what's most urgent or most pressing, then you miss out on this other thing that actually needed to come first. And so this is a case where we think of procrastination as being sort of pathological or as involving kind of laziness or sort of avoidance behaviors. But as these examples from computer science show, even a well-intentioned desire to assiduously work on the most important thing at every given moment that you can can still fall prey to some of these traps. And so the simplest rule of thumb here is that if something unimportant needs to be done in order to finish something important, then the unimportant thing should be considered every bit as important as the thing that it's in the way of. Uh, And this is a concept in computer science called priority inheritance. And so this ended up being the solution that got the Mars rover unstuck and back to work. One of the decisions you talk about is you uh, subtitle it the latest versus the greatest in terms of maybe choosing which restaurant to go to. How does that work in computer science? This is another one of those cases where there's this very familiar pattern to everyday decision-making where we have to make these choices between spending our time doing our favorite things and spending our time trying new things, whether that's where to go out to eat or what music to listen to or who to spend our time with. You know, do we spend our time with our close friends and family? Do we reach out to a new coworker or try to meet that new acquaintance? And again, you know, we have an intuition that says that life should be some kind of a balance between these two things, but we don't necessarily know what the balance should be. And computer scientists, fortunately, have been trying to find this exact balance for the last 60 years. And in fact, they even have a name for it. It's called the explore-exploit dilemma. And so from a computer science context, there are a number of problems in which a computer needs to trade off between spending its time gathering information or spending its time leveraging the information that it has to do something that it knows is going to be good. The classic example here is for ad optimization. So Google makes, I think, 95% of their revenue by putting ads next to the search queries that you do. And so for each search query that you imagine, let's say cars or something, there's this pool of ads and some ads have historically done the best job of getting clicks and user interaction. But there's an ever-growing pool of new ads that are being added into the system that could be worse, could be better. There just isn't that much information. And so the system must make this choice between how often does it show the best-performing ad to date and how often does it show new ads to get new information. The key insight here is that everything depends on how much time you feel that you have. And so this to me is a pretty big insight because it means that our decision-making should actually change as we go through life. 
Well, the book is Algorithms to Live By, The Computer Science of Human Decisions with Brian Christian and Tom Griffiths. Brian, we want to thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, it's absolutely my pleasure. Thank you. You're listening to InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know.